today here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth, and today we originally were going to be uh, talking to Frank Wood, who seems to be delayed by the snow, and we'll give him some time to, to get here. We'll tell you a little about what some of the things that are exciting things that are coming up here over at Sandler Training. We'll, we'll uh, maybe even go into a little bit of sales training. Uh, for those of you who are listening who are uh, Sandler President's Club members or uh, company owners are thinking about getting involved in Sandler Training, uh, I will invite you to uh, look up on, online the uh, Sandler Client Conference 2014 uh, you can call us here at the office. It's 513-753-9400, extension 102. Uh, that's uh, middle of March. It's in Orlando. Uh, it'll be a great two days to uh, learn more about Sandler, uh, mixed with a 1,000 business owners and leaders who are uh, Sandler aficionados and Sandler trainers. Uh, and... There's nothing like it. I've attended the first two and uh, strongly recommend it. The, the registration fee is $500, and uh, I think get every penny uh, value from that. And I know I'll be there. We'll have some clients there. Uh, it's, it's a great uh, networking opportunity as well. Uh, next week here in Cincinnati, uh, on Wednesday, we have the cold call camp. That's an all-day program, which is designed for sales professionals who are working over the phone who need to use the phone to set up meetings uh, on, in cold calls. Cold calls still work. Uh, the, the program has about three main parts. The first part is how to get beyond the gatekeeper. Uh, second part of the cold call camp is how to build three or four uh, dynamite scripts to use on the contact. The next part of the program is how to use five dynamite voicemail messages so that 70% of the people who get your message will call you back within eight hours or eight business hours. Uh, frankly, ladies do better than guys. Some women have told me, in sales have told me they've exceeded 90% callbacks. Uh, that's an all-day program. On Wednesday, the 22nd, uh, mentioned that you heard about it here on Cincinnati, Cincinnati Business Talk Radio, and you receive a $100 discount. The Sandler Foundations program is continuing. 
to run on Mondays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, next week's classes include uh, on Monday, Marketing on a Shoestring Budget. Uh, the 11 a.m. Foundations class is the importance of building bonding and rapport. The customer care program at 3 o'clock uh, has been canceled. So if you're looking for the customer care programs, uh, you, you need to uh, talk to me at 753-9400, extension 102, and we, we'll talk about how you get involved with that program. Uh, on Friday morning, uh, the 24th, uh, we have a program called Why Have a System, Part A and Part B, from, directly from the uh, President's Club kit, and from 10.15 to 12.15, we are doing another session of the Sandler Appointment Getter Clinic. This is for people who have gone through a cold call camp, working on the phone. Uh, they're willing to make recordings of their own telephone calls, totally legal in the state of Ohio, or so I'm told. And we play back those recordings in the first five minutes of them anyway, and we debrief them relative to what was done correctly, what was needs improvement, and we'll give you what those improvements are. Uh, we've been doing that program for over 100 weeks, and it's a highly successful program for clients. Uh, out into uh, further in January, we have the Sandler Cut and Paste Night. Uh, that's actually going to be a morning class uh, from uh, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. We're at the training center in Eastgate. Uh, you'll need to register uh, for that program. It looks like it will be a sellout. We have uh, uh, probably 70% of the seats already spoken for on that program. Uh, upfront contracts is on the 31st of uh, January. In, uh, in February, we have a Monday morning games people play, uh, psychological games. Uh, and then on the 7th, applying transactional analysis to the selling situation. On uh, Monday the uh, 10th, we have a great doubleheader morning. We're doing a pain clinic number seven, and then we're going to do the foundations uh, week five questioning strategies. So uh, it's a hell of a strong half day. The ever-popular workshop on when the other guy's price is lower, and how to win business when that's true, uh, will be on February 24th. Things to look for in 2014. Um, I fully expect a addition to the Sandler uh, management program uh, on leadership. Sandler is uh, finishing the beta testing of this, and that should be uh, available for registration in late March. Another thing that's happening here in Sandler, we uh, we have the Sandler certification program in bronze. Uh, we actually, I've, I've been certified for almost a, a year now, and our first clients are going through it as we speak. Uh, it's important to get a Sandler certification so that you improve, actually understand the material. Certification will be available on uh, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum levels. 
right now, bronze and silver are available. Uh, you work through the Sandler online portal uh, and take the course. You ask some questions at the end of the course. You come to a classroom experience for that course, classroom lesson. For the bronze level, the classes closely follow the Sandler Foundations. You get special Sandler playbook for the, found the bronze level of certification. At the end of finishing all of the uh, chapters in the certification training, uh, you're given a 44-question final exam. Should you not pass the final exam with a score of 80%, uh, you're told what you can go back and study, and one week later you're allowed to take the exam again. The certification period is you have one year from the date that you start to actually finish. Uh, what's coming up on uh, our radio show? Uh, Joel Gorman from Full Throttle Carding is coming on the show next Friday. He just confirmed with me. Uh, and we're going to be talking about how you build a business for indoor go-karting in Cincinnati, and he's going to talk about the success he's had, and he's going to talk about the process that he's going through to, to expand the business. The following week, on the 31st of January, we're going to have Bert Huber from EMS, a uh, employee services firm. He is the uh, president of the firm, and we have a few other special guests scheduled for the month of February, which I'll announce as we get a little bit closer. Uh, I think I'd, I'd like to tell our listeners about what happened here uh, yesterday at Tip Club. Uh, it was a phenomenal meeting. We had 26 or 27 people come out to the meeting in different uh, industries, and we had about only... Well, we had more than half of the existing TIP Club members and a lot of new people. A TIP Club is designed for business-to-business -business networking. Uh, we have one person per trade or, or industry. Uh, during the, the meeting, we don't have to exchange business cards because everyone gets a form with everyone else's name where they tick off on the form whether they want to set up meeting up with that person, they need their services, or they have a referral for them. And those forms are returned. Uh, within a day or two, to the individual tip club members so you know who to contact, who is interested in what you said when you did your 30-second commercial. Uh, I think that's a, a critical difference. The other, the other thing that is new, and I invite uh, all of my listeners to go over to tipclub.com and look at the new website. The website now includes uh, access to, for members, uh, all the people who came to meetings in the past year, as well as leads that are put in by Tip Club uh, for the members to participate in by, by market. So it's, in my market, I'm interested in leads in Cincinnati, and they have to be sales training leads. I'm not interested in financial services. Um, the number of leads seems to be uh, growing exponentially. The site improvements have been uh, significant. I think that when we looked at it yesterday in the meeting, people were really impressed. Uh, with that, I'm going to uh, ask uh, Jimmy Fox to uh, from Tip Club say a couple of words about Tip Club. Jimmy, go ahead. 
I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's... Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth. I'm uh, back. And what we're going to do for the next few minutes is we're going to talk about Sandler Training. And what I wanted to do is read a little bit for you. Uh, out of the uh, best-selling book, The 49 Sandler Rules, by Dave Matson, or as adapted by Dave Matson from Dave Sandler. Rule number eight, when prospecting, go to the meeting. In my president's club, we don't have any appointments. We only go when we're invited in. By the way, if anyone has any questions, if they'd like, and or they'd like to call into the show to ask uh, a specific clarification. The uh, show number today is 646-595-4916. I'll be able to screen the calls during the commercial breaks. Here's a question. Have you ever tried to deliver a sales pitch to someone you just met, met some resistance? Prospecting is not selling. You can't second-guess other people. You can't read minds. You need to use a model for your prospecting calls. Prospecting is a set of activities for identifying prospective users of your product or service. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm going to editorialize a little bit. If you're feeling rejection during prospecting activities, whether it's face-to-face or over the phone, that usually means you put your own 
personal self-esteem, personal identity, as we call it in Sandler, right there on the line. Usually a mistake. The, the way to handle it is to use a different Sandler rule. Sales is a Broadway play performed by a psychiatrist. So we're always on stage as an actor or an actress. We're not on stage as ourselves. That's rule one. Rule two is you need to have a script. An actor or an actress without a script is in deep, serious trouble. There are a few, uh, like Robin Williams, uh, when he could improvise his way out of anything and didn't need a script. But there aren't many of us in sales who are as good as that and can improvise our way into every sale. Therefore, it has to be planned. I find that most salespeople that work with us here at Sandler in the first eight weeks during the foundations program are capable of building a script with, gee, let's say, two pages type. And at the end of the year, it's not unusual to be someplace between 40 and 100 pages, depending on the difficulty of your business, depending upon the different number of products and services that you sell. Now, in the beginning of prospecting every day, you probably need a little bit of a mantra to, uh, if you're an inexperienced salesperson, to, uh, to get in the, mo- in the role, in the mood. Uh, and Sandler gave us this one. I'm financially independent, and I don't need the business. That's right. I'm financially independent, and I don't need the business. So when you're on stage, that's the character that you're playing. If you take your, your real person on every sales call, you stand a chance of getting personally rejected. But if you reject the prospect first in prospecting, you'll probably do a lot better. When you're doing prospecting activities, take the pressure off yourself. The goal of prospecting is not to sell something. The goal is just to set the meeting. If the goal is just to sell the meeting and not make the sale, the salesperson has taken a lot of pressure off themselves. Prospect. The salesperson doesn't have to second-guess the prospect as to watch which one of their products or services they're most likely to buy and how to aim the pitch. What I'd like to read is a, is a short scenario from uh, Dave Matson's adaptation. Salesperson. Hello, this is Marshall Powers. Uh, Technically, I don't sound much like a Marshall. Uh, who is your chief executive officer, please? I'm going to wait for a response. You wouldn't be good enough to put me through uh, Mr. Smith, would you? And then when Mr. Smith gets on the phone, you say, Mr. Smith, this is Marshall Powers of Evolutionary Technologies. I haven't caught you at a bad time, have I? Mr. Smith says, no. But you say as the salesperson, I can understand that you're busy. Uh, let me ask you this. When would be a better time for us to talk? Or if there's no pushback, you say, Mr. Smith, this is a prospecting call. I bet you, get a, you don't like getting them, and I don't like making them. But the reason I'm calling is that we just performed a service for Jones Industry that improved their compliance with EPA regulations while reducing their operating costs. With, with their okay, and in the best interest of your industry, can we share much of this information with you at no obligation to your company? I don't know whether your company would be too big or too small for the service, but I do believe that would make sense for us to get together 
and for you to understand why Jones Industry was so enthusiastic about what we did for them. Are you open-minded to taking a look into how this might apply to your company? Now, I'm not going to tell you that's a perfect prospecting script. And frankly, in the cold call camp uh, next week, we're going to teach three or four scripts that are a heck of a lot stronger than that one. But that's why Sandler is all about long-term positive reinforcement training. They're not for everyone. They're tough, expensive, but we get phenomenal results. When we work with companies and individuals, it's not unusual to see results of greater than a 30% sales increase in the first year that we're working together. Again, if you have questions or want to bring a topic up for today's show, the number is 646-595-4916. Let's listen to a Sam rap with a little bit of a Canadian accent. It tells a great deal of the Sam's story. Yo, you salesmen are all the same You don't care about my needs, you don't care about my pain You think about yourself, you think it's all a game You don't ask my opinion, you don't even know my name Salespeople come, and then they're gone They don't care about them, and they ain't there long Just ask for the info, and get the price now Check the competition, the better anyhow These guys are all talk, 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 it's a lie They don't say nothing but I, me, mine They sticky and they're selfish and they in my face Soon as I get rid of one, more will take its place. They manipulate, trap, con, and control. They don't know, I'm the master of my soul. I have them running around till they dazed and confused. They shop it to others, I won't be abused. But wait, what's this? Another sales joke. Did he just give me permission to say no? Don't know what to think and I don't know what to say. What's the deal with this guy? It's not the sales way. Guess he hasn't learned how to play the sales game. Not too bright, he's probably not to blame. The boss sent him out without the first clue. I'll try to help him out and Show him what to do Now he asks a question Wait for me to tell All about my world My own private hell They don't seem to care If I leave or buy I don't know what to think Of weird sales guys I'm talking and I'm talking I can't believe my ears I'm telling this guy My big bad fears I'm telling them things That I don't even know I'm letting down my guard And I'm putting on a show Can you help me please Take the lead Can't you hear I'm hurting See me bleed I'm ready to go Move on proceed did he just say it might not be what I need? Well, I'll show him. I just gotta have his stuff. Don't care what it costs or if it's tough. I'm ready to sign. Just show me how. Did he just ask what I wanna do now? So I close the deal and feel real good. Gonna tell this guy about my brothers in the hood. Never ever send another salesman down my line. Gotta have my man, my advisor every time. Well, this is Mike Rock again. I think what we'll do is take you through a, another Sandler rule. Sandler rule number 13. Simple rule. No mind reading. Have you ever made an assumption about a prospect that turned out to be unrealistic? Just draw advice. Don't assume facts in advance. Don't misread between the lines. And don't be afraid to ask the prospect what they mean. When a prospect says something like, this looks very good. I think there's an excellent chance we'll do business with you. The average salesperson thinks, I've got this one. 
They want to put them on their sales forecast at 90% probability of closing. Another prospect says, we were hoping for a shorter delivery time. Salesperson thinks, I'll have to push this through as a rush order if I want to win this sale. Now, in both scenarios, the salesperson is guilty of mind reading, assuming facts, not in evidence, and misreading between the lines. In the first example, exactly what does an excellent chance mean? In Sandler 101, we teach all of our clients the rule, no wishy-washy words. And an excellent chance, what are the odds there? Is it one in five? Is it uh, five out of a hundred? Frankly, we don't know unless we ask. Uh, most prospects would be willing to clarify what they mean if we ask them. But if we assume, we're in deep, serious trouble. I've got to go for rule number 18 in the book. Don't take seagulls in your prospect's picture. Have you ever jumped into a sales call with a great idea that killed the sale? I think you need to remember whose painting it is anyway. It belongs to the prospect. Uh, ask questions to keep yourself safe. Uh, let the prospect put the seagull in the picture if he really wants a seagull. There's a, a great Sandler story, which is based in reality. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. Nancy was a second grader in the public school system. She had just completed a painting, uh, a picture during art class of her home, of her house. Considering herself as a promising young art artist, picture of the house and a rising sun uh, was quite good. Her teacher thought that it was obviously unbalanced and there was nothing on the left side of the canvas. Nancy's teacher took a look at the picture and said, the painting is unbalanced, it needs something on the right side. The teacher then picked up a paintbrush and painted a seagull into the upper corner of Nancy's painting. That evening, Nancy was quite withdrawn and quiet. At the dinner table, Nancy's father asked what was wrong. She produced the picture, which was now folded up into a small square. Her father gently unfolded it, examined it, and he said, Nancy, the picture is quite good. I especially like the seagull. Whereupon Nancy uh, fled the room in tears. Uh, the father later learned that the seagull was drawn by the teacher, and that was the source of Nancy's problem. He complained to the art teacher, who, in her defense, said that she had extensive credentials in the subject of art. The painting, she insisted, did need something on the right side. Uh, getting little satisfaction with the teacher, Nancy's father set an appointment with the school principal. The appointment that followed was with an attorney. One battle followed another, and the conflict eventually led to the court hearing, complete with hours of testimony concerning freedom of expression, the role of an educator, educator, the nature of mental distress, and after listening to both sides, the judge asked Nancy why she had become so upset about the seagull. She replied, because I didn't see it. Case closed. Victory for Nancy. This was a real case in the state of California. The point is, your prospect has a mental picture of what they believe their needs are before you begin the sales interview. Every change or addition you make to the picture may cause the prospect to become, become just as uncomfortable as Nancy was. 
Every change you make to the big picture, the prospect sees a reason to mistrust you or reject you, your product or service. If a change or addition must be made in the prospect's picture in order to satisfy his requirements, you must find a way to propose that the change is indirect and as a result of the prospect's own ideas. Here's another rule for you. People will never argue with their own information. They'll just argue with yours. So if we can convince a prospect that it's their idea, done in the picture by asking questions, then the prospect buys instead of you having to sell. Makes a big difference. I think what I'm going to do now is put Sandler rule number 23. This is Pete Brown with Sandler Training, and I'm here to speak with you about rule number 23. The way to get rid of a bomb is diffuse it before it blows up. Have you or your organization ever lost a sale because of a problem you could have dealt with earlier in the sales process? Sadly today, millions of salespeople and sales organizations are sitting on bombs, and they don't have to. Why deal with that anxiety? If you have a problem or a situation potentially with one of your services or one of your offerings, you need to bring that up before the prospect does in your sales process. Let's think of an example. Local delivery. If I knew that I was talking to a prospect that I thought local delivery would be a need they would have and I didn't offer it, how would I address that and more importantly, when would I want to? after we'd consummated the sale only to find out that we couldn't deliver on time? Of course not, that's anxiety. Let's take the stress out and address that earlier. How about an example of that? If we were in role play, Bill, local service is something that very often in this market is asked for and we don't provide it. Is that gonna be a problem? Bill would come back most likely and say, Pete, it is, and I would say, makes sense. So Bill, should we talk about that now to make sure that if that is going to be an issue, we deal with it because it might not be a fit? Pete, we should. Bill, get started. Simple role play, but the example is let's get that out on, and diffuse it early because by doing anything other than that, the truth is we are not being professional and certainly within Sandler's world, we're not being buyer-centric. Because think of the benefits. First and foremost, you're more relaxed. That 800-pound gorilla is off your chest. Secondly, you can determine along with that prospect very early if you're going to continue to invest time in the selling process. Because if you need local service and they don't have it, as that example alluded, you're done. No pain, no sale. And then finally, third, whether you realize it or not, that prospect will look at you very differently than the other salespeople or sales leaders that they encountered because you were willing to be professional and defuse that bomb early. Why don't we defuse the bomb? Well, sales leaders, you need to look in the mirror as you coach your teams and recognize there's two fears going on if that is not happening. The fear of losing a sale or the fear of dealing with the rejection, which is a comfort zone issue. As leaders, you need to help your organizations deal with both of these fears. But think about it. How can you go about changing this behavior when historically it's not been practiced? So my suggestion would be, think of three potential bombs that you would need to defuse in the process. 
It could be creditworthiness. It could be financing. It could be local service. It could be delivery. It could be pricing. And then develop three questions around each of those bombs to be able to address early in your sales process with the prospect and then ask those questions early. You can't lose what you don't have. Remember Rule 23. The way to get rid of a bomb is to defuse it before it blows up. This is Pete Brown with Sandler Training. Good selling. This is Mike walking in, and uh, I guess Frank Wood didn't make it today. Uh, we'll be bringing Frank back on a future episode. We have several exciting new episodes coming up uh, in February and March. Uh, let me ask a hypothetical question here. Have any of you ever used product knowledge at the wrong time, especially during your initial meeting with a prospect, only to have prospect shut down psychologically. The same rule is product knowledge used at the wrong time can be intimidating. If you intimidate a prospect, even though you may, may have the right solution at the right price, they won't deal with you. So product knowledge itself needs to be used in a manner which is consistent with the needs of the prospect, not consistent with the needs of the salesperson. Uh, we used to say the saying was, a salesperson would show up and throw up, spilling all their product knowledge over the table. Sometimes the prospect got what they needed, sometimes they didn't. Sometimes the prospect got an education so they could make a smart decision to buy from your competition. Selling is a long-term game, and if you look at it that way, you'll be more successful. I've been doing sandler training here in Cincinnati for 22, over 22 years. I am the only Sandler trainer in Cincinnati who sat on the client side of the table for three years in California. I trained with a Sandler trainer named Harvey Khan, who's still around. Uh, he's retired. Uh, but what I discovered in the first two months of Sandler training is that if you used Sandler process on prospects that wouldn't buy, they will buy more, more than you thought. And they buy for their reasons, not yours. It made selling a lot easier. When I was in California, I listened to people tell me things like, we'll buy in 18 months when we move. I didn't have a, a comeback out of traditional selling. But when I used Sandler on that very same prospect, they bought exactly the same system that I offered to them for $11,500 three months earlier. They bought the same, the same thing for $35,500 and gave me some referrals and introductions in the process. So Sandler represents a different way of selling. There are some of you who manage salespeople listening. I don't know who you are, but the Sandler Management Solutions Program is a phenomenal year-long program where we take people through the art of and science of hiring winners in sales. The worst thing that you could do is interview someone who sounds like Tom Cruise during the interview process and first day on the job, you discover you have Pee Wee Herman. Uh, that's a problem. Usually it takes managers too long to terminate Pee Wee Herman, but their process was defective in the first place. Our management program teaches the difference between management, supervision, coaching, coaching, and mentorship. Leadership is an extra, 
is a natural byproduct of the Sandler Management Solutions Program. For some managers and owners, the program is really all about strategy, putting together sales teams and sales strategies for products that really work is one of our specialties here. I've built companies from five employees to almost a billion dollars in sales. There aren't many people who could say that here in the Midwest market. In our world today, I think things are getting tougher. When the world gets tougher, the best sales managers and company owners and presidents get tougher. The world was getting easier. There would be no need for folks like me. Sandler would be out of business. 2013 was the best year ever for Sandler Corporate. And everyone involved, every one of the 250-plus training locations around the globe had good years. If you want 2014 to be your best year ever, then you really should contact me or your local Sandler trainer to sit down and have a conversation figure out whether or not what we do here at Sandler is right for you. Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 15 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I wanted to just take a couple of minutes here at the end of the show to talk a little bit about the Sandler Online product that, that we have. It is a learning management tool. First, it's a learning management tool for clients, salespeople, sales managers, but it's also a tool that we use for the Sandler certification program. I heard a story yesterday about someone who had gone through a corporate Sandler training program uh, with another Sandler trainer, and they they are in a new job, and they want to start their Sandler training all over again. But there's over a 1,000 hours of Sandler material up there in Sandler Online. And what I suggested is that this person come in, sit down with me, and we will give them a special program that fits their needs. There is no one-size-fits-all approach here. Everyone's different. And find out what people need. We actually use objective profiles and evaluations so that we can figure out what are the skills and competencies that that person needs to improve to get a lot better in sales, what are the techniques what are the script changes they have to make to move their business up to the next level? That's the typical first step. You wouldn't go into a doctor's office and say, hey, doc, I need an appendectomy. Do you do one of those uh, laparoscopic appendectomies? By the way, how much is it? And if he gives you a good price, you go in and get the operation. 
Wouldn't you rather lay down on the table, let the doctor feel your belly, see where the pain is, do a diagnostic x-ray, MRI, blood test, have the real information, and then treat you for the right disease, which might be a gallbladder instead of a kidney stone or an appendectomy. That's our belief here. One size doesn't fit all. Not everyone starts in the same place. And if any of you are uh, ex-Sandler Corporate Presidents Club seat holders and you're looking for a way to renew your Sandler training, please look us up. Come out and sit through a session. Sit down and talk with us. 513-753-9400, extension 102. Now I'm going to ask Scott to take it away. Scott? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.